And hello, good people of the internet. It is I, Tommy Kelly. This is Adventures in Woo Woo, and welcome to the car. Every week I go to the cinema. This week I'm going to Susumi, which I'm looking forward to. So I thought while I'm waiting here, I may as well be a bit productive and uh, do a video. What I want to talk about in this episode is coming out of the questions and answer video. And it was a question that I felt that I could probably do more justice to by talking about it in its own video, rather than a kind of a trite, quick answer. That probably wouldn't be that helpful. The question was, what is the key to manifesting? I suppose in a lot of ways, my answer to the question is probably not going to be the answer to the question that is sought. In that, what I think the question being asked is, how do I get all the things that I want? Which I think is a fair enough question, given you know the promises of an awful lot of spirituality in New Age, particularly New Age, and stuff like the law of attraction, the secret, positive thinking, new thought, all of that, guarantees, or, or at least in some ways promises, that you can have anything you want and have it quickly and easily, and it's a good thing. I think in magic, in more magic circles, or rather than the New Age circles, you have this kind of dichotomy between high magic and low magic, and high magic kind of looks down on low magic in one way. High magic being the kind of more, I suppose, ceremonial ascension stuff, the awakening, the enlightenment stuff, where, uh, you know, you work on yourself, or you become more divine, become you become aware of the secrets of the universe, where low magic is more about trying to, you know, get your day-to-day -day life sorted out, get your finances sorted out, your love life, you know, having good luck, things that way. And I think for me, both of these are important. And I think if you kind of leave, leave one out to the neglect of the other, then you're kind of out of balance. But there certainly is a notion or there is a kind of a fashion or there is a kind of a movement within spirituality to kind of get caught in one side or the other and sense get a bit lost in one side or the other. So while I think it's perfectly okay to want the things, I would still say that should be not the sole focus of your spirituality. And while I think it's okay to want the awakening, the enlightenment, the secrets of the universe, I also think that shouldn't be the sole focus of the universe. And I think you should sort your life out as well. And I don't just mean kind of sort out your relationships, your shadows or whatever it is. I mean, sort out your finances, you know, sort out what you want to do with your life, you know, what it is that you actually want and the things you need. So that's a long way around to say, uh, to what I think the key to manifesting is. For me, I think it is mostly to do with, rather than a positive outlook, constantly reinforcing with affirmations or just not letting any negativity coming in at all. For me, there's an action involved in it. You have to be in the process of doing this stuff, of the thing you want to manifesting. Be that like a job, a creative thing, investment, or whatever. That old thing that you have that, you know, well, I did all the magic for the job and I didn't get it. Did you apply for the job? Well, no. I didn't. You know, I mean, that's a, no, it's a, a kind of an old one, and it's an overplayed one, but it, it, there's truth in it, you know. And I know in some spiritual New Age circles, particularly, say, like Esther Hicks or Abraham Hicks, we have Esther Hicks and, I was going to say Bill Hicks, I doubt it's Bill Hicks, whatever the husband's name was, who channeled Abraham, this God, or this spirit, or this future human, whatever he is, and he says that all you have to do is allow this stuff. The way they say it is that it's all of this goodness and all of this riches and all the things you want are just in escrow. And all you have to do is in some way just allow it and then it comes into your life. And they would say that there's no kind of action needed whatsoever. That you can just sit there and allow it or positive think it or whatever way they, they, they exactly word it. And it'll come to you. And I don't think that's true. It's not definitely not my experience of it anyway. And it doesn't seem to be the experience of most people as well. There is a couple of people I know who are quite good at manifesting and don't seem to have to do an awful lot in order for it to happen, but it's quite rare. 
And I think an awful lot of their stories get slightly exaggerated. My wife's very good at it, but she would always be in the process of doing it anyway. So it's like, even if she does get her goals or whatever, that seems out of nowhere, there would always be a movement towards that goal. It wouldn't be just sitting around waiting for it to happen. She's always doing something towards it. And I think that's important. So one of the keys to manifesting from, from me is to be moving, actually moving towards your goal rather than moving towards hoping one day that it'll just appear at your door or that something will turn up. I think once you have this kind of movement towards what you're doing, that kind of opens up the avenue or the energy or the allowance of these things to happen. The second one that I found most effective, not directly just from manifesting particular things, but overall having my life work out and having things happen and you know a bit more success and a bit more luck and a bit more general flow is that I start looking at the things in my life that are a bit at a bit of a loose end or that are unresolved or that need to be in some way looked at or things that I'm putting off that I really should do. And they don't necessarily have to be connected whatsoever to the target of my manifestation or whatever my creative goal is or my business goal is. Um, relationships problems seem to be able to affect business in a way that doesn't have any kind of connection but seems to do. And I think what it is is that these things that were let kind of fester or we let kind of just boil up or that we ignore and we don't resolve or we don't look at kind of close off the flow of the energy man in our lives things become stagnant it's as if the pipe gets clogged in some way and so the water can't go through it or the river in some way someone has dumped some rubbish into it so it can't flow i got quite good at looking at these things and recognize the things of my life that are you know that are kind of blocking my flow or blocking things and it's usually things I don't want to do. It's usually avoiding of stuff. It's not necessarily things like, oh, I need to leave that, uh, you know, I need to post that letter or I need to, you know, get my eyes tested. It's not necessarily that, that you haven't finished your to-do list, but it's things like relationship stuff, say, for, as an example, that you need to kind of work out. Um, I remember one example that was back, back in the day when we were doing the journey on the Patreon and there was uh, like a daily calendar or a daily diary that I was doing every day. And I realized at one point that it was a relationship thing or that I had to sort out. It just had got to the point where I had ignored it long enough and I needed to sort it out. I said, yeah, I'll do that. And things started to really contract and, you know, money got really tight and a lot of expenses. Things weren't working out. And I still was avoiding this, avoiding doing this thing that I <laughs> didn't want to do to uh, solve this particular relationship aspect that I, ha I had to. And this went on for ages, like a couple of weeks, and it got really intense. And that seems to be my trajectory through this it'll tell me what it is that i have to sort and if i don't sort it out things get an awful lot worse and that's not to say it's punishment but it's more if you can think again it's like that flow thing where it's going there's a problem with your pipe if you don't sort this out now <laughs> there's gonna be a flood in your house and then you don't sort it out and then you go why did why did god send me this flood and while i was doing the diary the whole thing for some reason things were getting so bad everything was breaking all that stuff that usually happens to me and for some reason, I opened up the file. I was doing it on a computer file. And all of, say, three weeks worth of daily diary had disappeared, had corrupted, whatever it was. And went right back to that day where, it, where I made the decision that I need to sort out this particular relationship, incident, goal, or problem. And I went, okay, I'll take your bloody hint, God, or divinity, or HGA, or whoever it is, and uh, sort this out. And I did. And it's literally involved either a quick phone call or a text message or something just to establish a communication again with someone that I hadn't been communicating with. And almost instantaneously, things started opening up again. Sales started up again. Things that broke started working. 
almost miraculously, almost like magic. <laughs> and that was one of the first times that I really noticed it very obviously that something I had done to break kind of a pattern, tie up a loose end or to resolve something was having a, a, a giant effect in all my life. So I kind of looked at that, if, if, if I'm looking to manifest or do magic for something or whatever is the, the word you want to choose for that, um, I would look at where in my life, what am I avoiding? What am I not, has been left unresolved? What are the things that I could be doing? You know, that could be interrupting the flow that is blocking in some way, that is, is kind of putting the squeeze or contracting the chi, the vril, the, the energy, whatever it is, whatever way you want to look at that. And there, like, you don't have to resolve it in a huge way. Like, I'll give you another example of years, years and years ago, myself and a, and a friend fell out over who cares stuff that seemed quite important at the time. And it just kind of always felt a bit unresolved. And then if we seen each other on the street or whatever, it felt a bit awkward and I avoided certain places uh, to a large extent because, you know, what if you ran into this person? And it was just a bit of a drama and there was absolutely no need for it. And it felt kind of, while it wasn't a big deal at all, it kind of felt a bit unresolved and there was something that needed to go away or not necessarily go away but needed to stop having an impact even in a very small kind of impact of just thinking about what if we met on the street what what would the, be the thing so rather than trying to ring up the person or meet up with the person trying to solve the problem from a million years ago or whatever the issue was where we stopped being friends i just sent them a message going yo thinking about you uh, it's been years not looking to open up a can of worms then but just wanted to say hello Blah, blah, blah. You know, not trying, not, not bringing up anything, not trying to solve anything, not trying to be, you know, great friends again or anything like that. And I responded very, very quickly with, delighted to hear from you. Things, you know, we had good fun. It's a pity things went the way it was. And it resolved the drama. The thing was over. Without having to bring it all up, without having to turn it all up again. It means now that if I walk in down the street and he's, he's there or go into a venue or something and they're there, that it's not an issue. It's a resolved thing, but it's a loose end that is now over without having to make it a big deal, without having to dredge everything up, without having to, and I, I suppose in a sense, actually solve it. And I think if you can work and look in your life as much as possible at the points where you might be leaving things unresolved, I think that really can help with the flow in the manifesting. Even at, like if you say, well, there's things that are unresolved, but I can't, you know, I can't deal with them. There, there's people who don't talk to me and I have no way of getting in contact with them, or even if I could get in contact with them, that they wouldn't talk to me or whatever. If you can get it in such a way that it's resolved for you, that it feels final, that, well, there's nothing more I can do. And if that's, if, if still not working out, find stuff that you can do. Clean your room. You know, do your taxes. Do, um, you know, write the emails, answer the text messages that you put off. All the little things that you can do to resolve stuff in your life does seem to have an impact on how the greater flow and energy and expansiveness and creativity and all of these things manifestation seems to work the third one i would say is that chunk down on all your goals rather than the, you know when people get into magic the very first thing they're going to do is win the lottery and no one has done yet that i'm aware of who's just got into magic done a, a sigil and won the lottery and i understand that the, the kind of ideas behind it, that if you're going to do magic and if magic works why can't you win the lottery? It's an unlikely target for you as a person coming from, say, if you're wanting to win the lottery, having not that much money, to having all the money. So it's better to aim for manifestation of stuff that's just slightly past where it is currently possible for you. So if you have no money, asking for a million dollars 
is way less likely to happen than $50 because that's within the bounds of possibility. And maybe that's only because that's, a, you know, that's a self-limitation that we have imposed, but it's still a limitation and it still seems to follow a rule. So chunk it down, you know, if rather than I am the most famous YouTuber in the world or I have the biggest podcast in the world or I am the greatest guitar player in the world, I'm a better guitar player. I have a thousand subscribers. Um, 250 people a month listen to my podcast. Something like that. Something that's just outside of where you are. Or even, you know, you may have no subscribers at the minute. Whatever it is you're trying to do and chunk it down rather than immediately going for the million subscribers or the big end goal. Like, obviously, you can have your end goal in mind, but chunk it down into smaller and then enchant for that. Do whatever it is that you normally would do for manifesting for that. And then the last one, number four, is eat ice cream. This is one of the very first blogs that I ever did on Adventures in Woo Woo. And it's probably one of my, the more popular ones. And I kind of like the idea, even though I essentially got the, I, the, the story that I based it on wrong. And um, the story is that Mr. Alistair Crowley was in need of money for his rent or whatever, for his drugs, whatever Alistair was up to. I think it was for his rent or for his boarding or his lodgings. And he didn't have it. He had only... He needed $50, 50 pounds, he only had five pounds, whatever it was. And, in, and so he did his magic, whatever it was that he did for it. And instead of keeping the five pounds that he had, hoping to make 45 more pounds, he spent the five pounds on what I thought was ice cream. And this was kind of like a, a leap of faith that this was something he would only do if the 50 pounds was assured, if that was a definite thing that was going to happen. Uh, if it wasn't a definite thing that was going to happen, you would keep on keep all to your money. So it's doing this kind of leap of faith action. Do something, some symbolic act that you would only do this act if your outcome of what you're trying to manifest is assured. Now, this is not to say that uh, you should spend all your money frivolously on uh, something like ice cream. The reason why I got it wrong, the point that is, it, it was it seemed to be oysters he, he actually bought rather than ice cream. I prefer the, the, the visual or the aesthetic of Alistair Crowley eating ice cream than guzzling down some oysters. But that's just me. So it's, it's not to say that you should do, be foolish. And, you know, that if you have your rent to pay at the end of the week and you don't have, you know, you've only half of it, is to spend all the money on drugs or drink or a meal or whatever. It's a small symbolic act of doing something that I, I think one of the reasons why it might work is that because when you say you have no, you, you need more money or whatever, you can become very miserly, I suppose, or stagnant or kind of contracted around money and so you hold on to what you have and that can kind of restrict the flow of, of it all so if you do like the small symbolic act of buying something that you would only buy if your money was you know the, the it was assured that your rent was going to be paid that seems to open up that flow maybe but it kind of it's this leap of faith thing as well that you you kind of really do feel well this is going to happen because i wouldn't make this leap of faith action unless i knew that definitely my thing was going to manifest. But again, just to, to reiterate, it's not saying be foolish with your money and live only for today. It's saying that do a so small symbolic act that you would only do and that you would only be possible if your outcome was assured. So four keys to manifestation. Number, let's see if I can remember these. Number one, do some action. Have a movement towards your goal. Don't just sit in the couch, hope that your goal comes to you. By having some momentum towards what you're trying to achieve seems to then allow for a greater momentum to join you. But if you're just sitting around hoping for things to work out in your favor without you doing anything, like applying, not applying for the job and hoping that you get the job anywhere, magicking for the job anywhere, it doesn't seem to work. 
at least not my experience. So having some sort of momentum or doing some sort of action, even if it's like kind of a small, you know, it's just posting a CV um, or whatever it is, something, but start moving towards your goal. Have a movement towards it. Number two, have a look around your life and see if there's anything unresolved, if there's anything you can fix, if there's stuff that you can find that might be clogging up your flow or your chi or your energy or in some way limiting you or making your energy feel a bit stagnant or contracted and see if you can resolve it and start trying to get as much as possible all those unresolved loose ends in your life resolved without feeling you have to fix them have them resolved so that they're no longer an issue for you in any way contracting or tightening up your energy number three so number three is all about rather than going for the big targets the big overall manifestation goal it's chunk it down into smaller things that are more likely to happen again you can just go slightly past likely but aren't the big uh, unlikely thing like trying to get fifty dollars rather than all the money in the world having a cup of tea rather than all the tea in china or whatever it is and that's not to say that you shouldn't want the moon or to be king of the moon everyone wants to be king of the moon but start with maybe something that's a bit smaller a bit more achievable and number four is eat the ice cream a small symbolic act that you would only do if the outcome of your manifestation, your magic, or your goal was assured. Not to be frivolous, not to go overboard, not to be foolish, but to do something that you would only do if your outcome was assured. So that's the four keys to manifestation uh, from Tommy in a car before he goes into Susumi in the cinema. Um, I hope in some way that helps. So just the last thing I just would say about that is that not, you know, to just kind of relax with it and not try to put all your kind of feelings that if it doesn't work out, that, you know, to throw the baby out with the bat water. Sometimes magic just doesn't work and we just kind of have to accept that. Who knows why? I do not agree with the great Grant Morrison, among other things, when they say that uh, magic always works. Just might work in the way that you want it or might work in the way that you expect it i think sometimes it just doesn't work it just doesn't work out and i've had many of magic uh, things that just clearly just didn't work and that you could maybe maybe say that oh well it worked in a different way but i still think along the lines of that if you have uh, if you're looking for outcome x and you get <laughs> outcome z then your magic didn't work and um, i think there's, it's an awful lot more complicated than that and you know you have to bring in the ideas of well what's going on in society what's going on with your karma man what's going on what's possible in your universe in your, in your personal circumstances your personality your limiting beliefs your uh, all of these things have a factor rather than just the sigil the manifestation or the positive thinking the um whatever whatever you're doing the vision board so that's it my blessing for you is that i hope that uh, your magic your manifestation, your dreams, your goals all come to you quite easily and quickly and are to your highest benefit and to the benefit of all those around you. And may you be well and may your best days be ahead.